0: Hey everyone, this is your girl Slick Vic. Welcome to Peace Toast and Jam. So, I don't know if you can hear this right now, but that is, <laughs> that is Chomper. This is um my boyfriend and I's pup. He is a Belgian Malinois. He is just a ball of energy at all points in time. And right now, he just got done um, running around with uh, Javi and so he's literally cooling himself down right now, um, and uh, it's it's freaking adorable. But he is joining me on this episode today, and um, I feel like all the good vibes coming from him, honestly. Like, he is just, like, the cutest little thing. But I will say that Belgian Malawas are not for everybody. Like, you know how, like, some people are like, oh, yeah, like, just get a dog. It's great. It's great training for, you know, for whatever, for, for responsibility, for if you want to have a kid one day, you know, et cetera do not get this breed if that's like your baseline because this is like having triplets with fangs this is like having literally a mini velociraptor or as they say like an alligator they call them like maligators for a reason like they are just insane in a good way in a good way but if you don't have the energy or the time or the effort to put into them to train them it is just no bueno it does not it does not work um, and honestly, I had to attribute all of that to my boyfriend Javi, because he does literally ninety nine point nine percent of all that, which I just said i mean i I try to like in some way wrap my head around that I'm like taking credit for some of that, but like no, they just he he does like everything and and it's amazing um I mean absolutely he is killing it, chomper's killing it um i I literally feel like I am learning everything on the go because honestly, I've only had one other pet dog in my entire life. Um, I grew up in a household with two parents, And there was five of us kids, so, like, I had four other siblings. And every year I wanted, like, a cat for Christmas. Like, I just remember every year I asked Santa Claus, like, give me a cat. I just want a cat so bad, you know? And at certain times, like, I wanted a puppy, et cetera. It never happened. And my mom and dad, mostly my mom, always said, like, hey, you have siblings. Those are your pets. Like, go out and play with them. And I'm like, that's not the same. Like, absolutely not. But laughing about it now, but also, like, a little sad that I didn't have a pet growing up. But anyways, um Yeah. So like my, my first ever dog that I had was a German Shepherd Akita mix. And, um, I had him only for a few years, but I didn't do like, like any kind of really great training with him. I just really didn't. Um, my partner and I at the time, we just, you know, it was mostly just, you know, just the normal stuff like sit and fetch and like paw and jazz like that, you know, but with chomper it's like a whole nother level like we're talking like almost pretty much competition level training like i would compare it to that and so it's been it's been a journey like i am really trying my best to soak up as much as i can through hobby like i i record a lot of um his training sessions and like there's times where like i'll just be going through it and i'm like okay how do, what is he doing what is he saying how is his body language like it's in it's insane how much goes into dog training like it really is um and and obviously some breeds it's going to be totally different as far as like energy wise, et cetera. But like, for the most part, I feel like any dog is, is able to be trained in that way, but you have to have that discipline and consistency in their life. Like it really is. It's, it's like a no, like no questions asked. Like you just have to do it that way, or else they're just not going to listen to you. They're not going to respect you. You know, I don't know. But with all this being said, the reason why I'm putting so much effort into talking about dogs and training and all that um, is mostly because I feel like a lot that goes into training a dog um, or training any kind of pet for that matter, but we're just going to talk about dogs, it really, in a lot of ways, can go right into our own lives, um, and, and specifically the consistency, the discipline, the the routine, if you will. Um, obviously, it's a little bit different because we're talking about, you know, Animals versus humans. But there's a lot of like similarities that I feel like I've just been noticing. And um and something that I also feel is is just you can't deny it is the loyalty and the unconditional love that and unconditional loyalty really that happens when you have a pet that literally just will will to a fault do whatever you say, basically. Like and when you create that bond. Um, and when you create that relationship with your pet, it is really impressive how much they they rely on you, how much they believe you, how much they trust in you, and everything that you do because you put in so much effort and work, and they recognize that um, and and really, when we 're talking about animals is specific specifically um you know working dogs, but like you know Belgian Malinois, you were talking about like shepherd breeds, et cetera, like these these working dogs they want to be trained. Like, they want that discipline. They want the consistency. And, um, you know, it really shows up in their life when they they imprint on you. When, like, they figure out, okay, this person is my safe place. Like, I don't have to worry. Um, and they, they really put, like, that alpha position on you as their owner. Um, and as, like, the leader of their pack. I mean, that is something that is, is so cool. I mean, if you've ever owned... Um, I think I, I would I mean I guess I could say any dog, but specifically the breeds that i 'm talking about it 's really cool to see how they fall in line with everything I just mentioned and a lot of this has come through conversations with my boyfriend to be honest with you like we we discuss a lot of this because it 's truly uh, you know a big part of our life it's it 's a big part of his life specifically um because he is training chomper like literally day and night um but it's really cool for me to be a part of it and for me to look at it from an from an outside view because I'm not doing the training as much as he is but also to be a part of it and be a a partner in that training to to be Chomper's quote unquote, you know, mother if you will. You know, I call him like my son and like I'm his mom, you know what I mean? Um and it's it's interesting because like he literally will um it's you know we we both notice this that he'll protect me. He goes into protection mode. Um and it's really cool to see that because that's something that, you know, I didn't teach him. He kind of just it's ingrained in him. It's like in it his genetics to protect. Um, And even at a young age, he is uh, four months old. We actually just took him to the vet today to get his last round of shots. um, And everything looks good with him. He's actually, I think, I think they said 34.7 or about 35 pounds right now. Um, So he should reach about, I mean, anywhere between 60 to 90, but like, you know, of course we're hoping for like those high (laughs) eighties. We want him to be a good, strong, big boy, um, but we'll see how it goes. But anyways, okay. So tangent, I know, I'm sorry, but back to what I was was saying, it's so cool to see the correlation, the relationships that, um, that bring a that bring apart so much success and positivity. Um, when speaking about a, a human and their, you know, pet, I almost hate saying pet because honestly, like Chomper doesn't feel like a pet anymore. He literally feels like he is a, like, you know, a part of the family as in like another human here. Um, but yeah, like, it's just, it, it's an, it's incredible to notice the relationship and see it grow. Because, to be honest with you, I mean, when he was a puppy, he was a puppy. It's, like, literally having, like, a newborn baby. um, And then, like, the baby stages, right? And, and technically, he still is a baby. But just watching how much he's grown in the last couple months, because we didn't have him when he was, like, born-born, I think... So Javi went and got him from Oklahoma. He literally drove to Oklahoma and, and got this pup. Um, and he comes from, you know, a champion breed line of Belgian Malawas. And so, you know, it was a big deal, I would say like getting him because it, it was more specific of what he wanted, you know, nothing wrong with rescues. In fact, I'd rather have rescues, um, any day because I feel like, oh gosh, they just need all the love in the world. But, I mean, every dog needs all the love in the world. So it's not to, you know, say, like, this is that or this is better or not. It's like, you know, it's still a little little life, you know, or, or a big life. You know, there's older pups, too, and, and animals that need love. But anyways, so we didn't have him right away. And so it's only been about two months that we've had him. And just to see his growth and just to see his intelligence and his ability to, you know, be so coachable if you will and just to learn and you're noticing this and you're like wow that's incredible right like this is like this isn't this is an animal that is learning commands and you know yes it's it's taking maybe a little bit more time than perhaps you would ever like you know the patience level has to be pretty you know pretty secure in that but it's happening And, you know, there's some things that he gets right away. And we're like, holy crap. That I mean, that took nothing to, like, have him do these things. Um, And other things, it's just, like, it doesn't click, um, you know. And and maybe down the road, it's going to start clicking more. And then there's a lot of stuff that, like, did not click at first. And now he is just flourishing in it. Like, he is just doing so well. So all in all, to say... Um, Not to like completely compare ourselves to, you know, animals in every aspect, um, but there's a lot to relate to. And when it comes to this, the whole point is to say, when you put time and energy into something and your heart's in it, and you're literally doing it for like the best interest of that other individual or soul um, and yourself, and you are finding those little celebrations along the way, like that major goal is is so achievable. It is so achievable. And I think that's what's really, what having him has brought out in me lately is like, wow, you know, all those little mini victories that he's had have been like huge in some way. And even though he is not where he will be one day, he is exactly where he's supposed to be because the individuals in his life are pouring out so much love and so much energy and so much positivity into his life that it's it's only a matter of time that he's going to reach and exceed all the expectations that we could have ever had for him. Um, and I think that's something in which we should remember with ourselves and we should remember with our, you know, if you have children or if you have little ones in your life or if you're someone who's coaching or teaching, um, anyone it doesn't have to be young ones either. It could be like any age group. Um, you know, I obviously relate a lot to jujitsu just because I train that, but like any kind of sporting event, any kind of like business adventure that you're going on, perhaps you're a leader, perhaps you're someone who is, you know, following the leader. Um, it doesn't matter. I think it's really good to check in um often and say, okay, you know, yeah, I'm on my way to where I potentially am going to be pretty soon. Um, you know, maybe not put a time on it if you can, if it's something that's like major. Um, and I understand that can't be, always be the case. Sometimes you have like time limits, you know, if you will, but for the most part, try to stay open and try to really be present and notice the little things that you are achieving on the way because that is what's going to keep fueling you on your pathway to success, on your pathway to reaching those major goals. And I think that's something that we forget about. And I truly believe that's why a lot of people, quote unquote, fail or give up or just don't go for their their ultimate goals and dreams because for whatever reason they they lose the patience, they lose the drive, they lose the motivation. Um they just stop being inspired and they and 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 most of all they they then stop to be they stop being consistent. They stop being disciplined. They stop doing the things that they did before because for whatever reason they're they're lacking that motivation to do it. And honestly the motivation part, this is something that I've talked about. This is something that I've seen a lot. This is something I've talked about with many different individuals. But motivation only gets you so far. I mean, this is probably a quote somewhere, honestly. But like motivation only gets you so far. It's really the discipline. And the consistency that gets you to where you need to be because motivation is great. Motivation is that thing that's gonna like push you when you know you're gonna have a day or days or months where it's just like, ah, this is it feels like such a grind for whatever reason. You know, that's where like those little pushes, those little bursts of energy, those little like caffeine, you know, energy bursts again uh, that that help you through. But it's not really practical to like rely on that. So what you do is that you create you create a default system. And I've talked about this so many times your default system. You create a new default system or you keep upgrading your default system so that it is applicable to what you're trying to achieve so that it's really aligning with what you are desiring and what you're creating. And that's how you stay on your path because there's going to be days where you're not motivated. There's going to be days where you honestly feel like your patience is just running really thin. There's gonna be days where you just don't wanna get up and you don't wanna do the things. And maybe it's really hard for you to do those things that day. And you know what, in the same breath, there are days where maybe you have to take a rest, you have to take a break and you have to reset. But for the most part, it's really hard to come by people that are like 100% of the time feeling on top of the world. So we're humans for a reason. We're, We're, you know, these divine beings and souls living this, you know, this flesh life, if you will, this meat body suit that we're just traveling in all the time, we're we're supposed to have these moments. We're supposed to have these moments of, of doubt, of uncertainty, of just imposter syndrome, of feeling like, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? That all helps shape your journey and, and where you're supposed to be. And it could check you. It could put you back in line. It could reassure you. It could validate you. It could also put you down a path that you didn't really think you were supposed to go down or you didn't expect to. And now it's really just clicking, clicking, clicking. But regardless, it's the consistency and the discipline in which you put in yourself and you put the effort into, that's going to really get you to where you want to be in life and perhaps where you're meant to be. It's going to really fulfill your purpose. And so the same thing, the same way that we we don't just stop training our dogs, the so same way we, we we just, you know, we don't just say, oh, well, they'll figure out their food tonight. Or, you know, I'm just not going to take them on a walk tonight, whatever. It's like, well, yes, of course, you could do all those things. But don't be surprised when your dog starts acting up or their health starts going downhill or, you know, whatever you want to say that they just aren't what they were before or they're not living like a very fulfilled life. And you could just tell they're upset, they're sad, they're just not energetic. It's like, or they're just going crazy all the time. I mean, obviously these, these breeds that I'm talking about, like the Belgian mouse, they need that, that physical activity all the time. And there's times, I'm sure, where Javi specifically, I mean, because I'm I'm just stating for him, because he does most of the training, I'm sure there's days where he's like, gosh, you know, I really, whew, like, man, if I didn't have to go on this, like, long walk tonight with with uh, Chomper or if I didn't have to go out and train, you know, in the morning, do some obedience work, whatever, like, it would be really nice to sleep in. It would be really nice to do something else. Maybe he has those days, you know? I mean, I, I haven't specifically heard that out of his mouth, but I'm sure there's days where he's just like, I'm tired or I just don't want to do this. But guess what? He does it he does it. He stays disciplined. He stays consistent. And it's really, it really shows. I mean, we just went to the vet today and literally the the three women who were there were just like, holy crap, this dog is amazing. And he's what? Four months old? Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Like he is so well-behaved. He is just like beautiful and just, oh, so obedient, all these things. And it's like, we we were all saying like, oh my gosh, yeah, he's just an amazing dog. And the one lady said, no, well, yes, he is an amazing dog. He absolutely is. But he has an amazing." like family and he and she pointed to us. She pointed and said like he is being served in a very good way. He is going to reach his fullest potential because of the support that he has, because of the discipline that is put in place, because of the consistency that is happening in his life. That is truly why he is a good dog. And if we start to put the same kind of effort into our children and into and specifically into ourselves and if you're a leader of a business or you know if you're a ceo of a company or a manager or whatever yeah if you start putting that into your team hello it's only going to be great because you're putting those building blocks you're making that foundation nice and strong so that everything else that you're piling on top to reach you to the places you want to be it has a sturdy solid foundation and that's why it's really hard. I mean, that's really, that I think, believe that's really why it's so tough to train puppies. That's why it's so hard to, for like, you know, when you, you have a baby, um, those first couple years are just probably like insane. Obviously I've never had a child of my own, so I can't really speak from like a mother point of view, but I've had children in my life, my entire life. I've had younger siblings. I've had nieces and nephews that I've, that I've obviously been involved in their life with, you know, pretty heavily. Um, you know, I've, I was a counselor for a short amount of time. I've worked in schools, like all the above. I babysat. So I, I, in a way, in a very small taste, because in no way, shape or form am I trying to compare myself to a mother um, because I have not been in that role 100%. But I can see where it can be very like, very much a struggle and it's very hard to balance that all. But if you're able to have a support team, a support group, and if you're able to stick to your routine and the discipline that you're setting, setting in, into that stone, if you will, of their life and your life, you're only going to have more and more and more success, or it's only going to lead you to a more successful life, a more productive life, a more positive life for yourself, but also for the individuals in your life that you are trying to build up in that way. And that is a very heavy responsibility, which then circles back around to really understand if you're ever going to get a pet, like what truly goes into it. It's not just like some little birthday or Christmas gift that you get and you're like, Oh, it's so cute and fluffy and fun. And then you just kind of forget about it. I mean, there's, we hear those horror stories all the time of like, individuals that get pets for holidays and then you just see them out in a box like on the side of the road because they're just way too much to handle or they all end up in the pound you know and it's like it's a big responsibility um obviously a human life is like the ultimate responsibility but then when you were comparing it to like a pup's life it's in my opinion it's like it's right under that bit that responsibility aspect that it like it's very important it's very important that you know exactly what you're getting into um, and it's not to say that that should scare you from having a pet or it should like, ooh, like, no, but it should, in a way, really open up your eyes to what really goes into it. But in the same breath, if you're not someone who is wanting that, hopefully this conversation alone is making you think about your own life in a different in a different way. Or maybe this is like a check-in for you to go, hmm, like, am I, you know, putting in the effort and the time into myself? Am I putting the time and effort and consistency and discipline into my routine and to, um, you know, like I said before, and many times, like if you're a leader, am I doing that with my crew, with my team, with the people that are looking up to me for guidance, um so it's just something I I really have been thinking hard about the more and more that I am involved in the training aspect of Chomper the more that I see what goes into training a very high energetic intelligent puppy it's incredible and it's really incredible what they can achieve when put in a very positive environment so the last thing I'll say with all this is If you're putting yourself in an environment that is setting you up to fail, well, you're most likely going to have a harder time. It's not to say that you you will fail um, because, you know, kind of like the lotus flower, like they literally come out of like the mud. (laughs) So it's not to say that if you're in a really crappy environment, you can't still achieve success. Um, But uh, in another way of looking at things, if you're putting yourself into an environment that is super supportive and um and you' and if you're putting your own discipline and consistency into an environment that's supportive, um, then you're most likely going to have a more positive outcome so kind of just check in this is really just a way to talk about that and in a way to i mean I know I've had like a weird crazy you know analogies with puppies and humans and the way that we we you know think about our life, but in a lot of ways it's it's pretty much transferable into a lot of areas of our own life as humans. So I hope this helped. I, I hope this, you know, maybe made you think about things a little bit different. If you are a pet owner, um, you know, this isn't to shame you <laughs> if you're not doing all the crazy training, you know, um, uh, it's more, it's mostly to have you look inward. Um, but in the same breath, if you are a pet owner and maybe you have been kind of lacking with the, the training with your pup, Um, or or any kind of animal that you have that you feel could really do well with some consistency and discipline, maybe this would be a good time to reintroduce it, maybe start it. Um, There's so many things online. I mean, YouTube, Google, TikTok, I mean, Instagram, threads. Um, Sometimes you can find trainers in your area, but a lot of times you could just do a lot of, you know, reading up on your own and start implementing it. But just really realizing the fact that um, it's, it's something that I feel a lot of us forget about when we go through like the robotic ways of our life, um, and we might even get robotic with our pets, that it's good to check in. It's good to say, okay, am I being disciplined? Am I being consistent? Not only with the pets in my life, with my children, or with individuals in my life that are looking up to, you, but am I doing the same thing for myself as well? So I hope this helps someone. I hope this made sense. Um, in my little brain, it, it, it sure did. Um, it kind of just clicked over the last couple of days i've been like trying to think of a way to word it, and I know it kind of sounded sloppy at certain times, but hopefully you got it um If this rang a bell for you, if you feel like someone else out there could. Really, you know, get something from this episode. Please share it. Um, that's the only way, really, that I'm able to get my voice out there and help individuals. Um, you can find me on my social medias, which would be like Twitter and TikTok and Instagram, by searching my handle, which is Slick Vic B A B as in boy, A as in apple. Um, and of course, if you're looking for a group of individuals that are super positive and uplifting and motivating, I have a Patreon community and it's the, it's in my link tree under the bios and all of my social medias. And so you could click that and see there's three different tiers. So choose the one that's best for you. And if you just want to support me, that's awesome too. Like you don't have to really be crazy involved. Um, every little bit helps. So thank you so much for all those who are a part of that community. I have a blast talking and connecting. With all of you, um, it's it's always uplifting and motivating and inspiring. Honestly, it's it's like the one thing that is super consistent and always being positive in my life, which I am so grateful for. But with that, I'm gonna go get ready for some amazing training for myself. Speaking of training, I'm going to jujitsu tonight to do some drills. So that's that's gonna be my physical part of the day that I get to release. I'm so excited about it. So with that, I hope you guys all have an amazing either morning, afternoon, or evening, and I will talk to you soon.